want your own wife kidnapped. Her dad, he's real well off. A salesman. <laughs> Two crooks. Would it kill you to say something? A cop. You were having sex with a little fella then. Yeah. yeah. A crime that could only have happened this way. So what's the deal now? Triple homicide? In Fargo. What do you fellas got yourself mixed up in? A terrific twisted comedy, says Rolling Stone, from the creators of Raising Arizona, Fargo. I'm cooperating here. Are you sure? Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the movie Newbie. My name's Jabril Sahemi, and I am the Newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, Cenophile and a human golden retriever. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up? And we are back again with the movie newbie. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, and as usual, I am joined by the two guys, the two men, the two legends. For our Francis McDormand theme, we've got Raph. Oh man, I, I love this. I I just want to be showered with that kind of praise every, every day. <laughs> so please. You got thank it. you. Yeah, I'd love to be introduced that way yeah. every single morning. And Ollie? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you heard I'm his good. voice already. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not at 100. percent mm. I'm recovering from COVID, yeah, but yeah. I'm here. Yeah, nice. Oh, jeez. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh you betcha. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. COVID. Oh, that was a yeah. big one. Uh, I thought we were gonna segue into that, but we literally just yeah, we, I couldn't. We just I couldn't start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. It's hard. Oh, jeez. It's oh, it's too hard. Oh, jeez. You darn doing? Oh, Marge. What are you doing? Jerry. He was an accomplice. Jerry. He's fleeing the interview. He's fleeing the interview. interview. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jerry we are back. Guard. Oh, Yeah, we're For back. the first installment of our Francis McDormand Masterclass Series theme. Wow. Um, yeah. And we're doing Fargo, so Raph. We are. You know how we do. We, yeah, 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 yeah. We are indeed. We are indeed. 1996. What a good year. Because Fargo came out that year. Um, and it introduced the world, I think, especially the mainstream to Frances McDormand. This is really her, I guess I would say her breakout career, though she had been doing, um, a lot of earlier films with the, with the, with the Coens. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller's Crossing, uh, Raising Arizona. She was also in Darkman. In Darkman. A superhero film before superhero films were popular. Exactly. With Liam Neeson? Was, yeah. was he Darkman? I've never actually seen Darkman. I've never seen Darkman. It Man. is bonkers. Bang. Yeah, it does oh. look bonkers. Um, but yeah, no, no. She, she, she had been, um, especially because of you know her, her partnership with, with Joel, um, she started with Blood Simple, which, you know, incredible film. Um, and followed on to do all, kind of all, her, you know, all the rest of their films, Raising Arizona, Miller's Crossing, Barton Fink, and now Fargo. And Fargo really put her on the map, I think, and got her that that golden boy. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Fargo. Fargo. What 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 is Fargo about? I, I would say it's set in Minnesota. It's based on a true story. Um, and it's but about, not really. But not really. Uh, but they'll say that in the first, you know, in the first. Uh, in the opening titles. Um, it's about a salesman uh, called Jerry Lundegaard, you know, uh, Jerry Lundegaard, and, 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 and he's, uh, he kind of screws the pooch a little bit, yeah. Um, and he gets into, um, so it deals with like Annette humans that don't really know how to human in a, in a way. Um, but with Jerry, he, he kind of falls into this crime where he wants to kidnap his wife for a bit of money. Right. Um, obviously, there's a lot more layers to that, but I'll keep it simple. Uh, and uh, Francis McDormand comes in as the chief police officer to investigate this whole crime. Um, 
because a lot ensues from just uh, Jerry Lindegard going on um, on his little crime escapades. Um, there's murder, there's mystery, there's a lot of snow, and there is a great Minnesota accent, which <laughs> everyone will love. Um, and it's also beautifully written and beautifully shot, beautifully written by the Coens, who as we know, are kind of the masters of their craft, um, and also beautifully shot by Roger Deakins, uh, which is not our first Roger Deakins film. Um, I believe No Country for Old Men was our, was our last Coen was Coen Coen's film and another. So frequent collaborators featuring, um, featuring Roger Deakins. Uh, but this one's a gem. This one's a classic. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's safe to say that it introduced a lot of, uh, a lot of the ensemble of actors um, in 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 our in our worlds uh in the cinematic worlds um but one and foremost which we're going to talk about is Francis McDormand so first thoughts guys on Fargo Jabril Ollie had you guys seen it before what's up how did you think what did you think of the film um well i mean first opinions so I, I do have, like, a bit of an issue with the Coen brothers. Like, yeah. I'm not really, like, oh, they're amazing, you know? Like, I just always found their pacing a bit weird. It was the same for No Country for Old Men, Miller's Crossing. Um, I just get this weird, like, vibe that I don't understand why I don't like it. Mm. Mm. Um, but there's, yeah, there's, there's so much with this movie. I loved it. It's, like, so, um, yeah, like, I love this movie so much. It was, they're so eerie. Um, I love the accents, you know, like, I think, what is it? Is it a Coen Brothers thing where they have, like, weird accents and stuff? I mean, yeah, they definitely dive into that. that. Yeah, like, because they have that No Brother Where Art Thou yeah, and yeah. some of their other films. No Country for Old Men was also like, the one. Music, they love, um, like, musical deliveries when it comes to dialogue. Mm-hmm. And so I think the accent is something that really they love yeah. to exaggerate and caricaturize where yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked what it looked like, you know, mm. like the framing in this movie is really great. I guess we're going to get to it and for my favorite scene. Um, another thing is like how they question morality in the, in the, in the movie. Um, and how like the shining light is, um, Francis's character. What's her name? Marge. Uh, Marge. 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 Yeah. yeah Marge. 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 Name's Marge. Marge. Um, and yeah. And, uh, what I, really liked is you can actually see the changes in character and the development of the character throughout the movie. So yeah, those are my like nice things from yeah, this movie. Yeah. yeah. Good to know that like, um, you're having a bit of a confuffle with like the, you uh, like this movie more than the other two growing brothers films that we've discussed. Yeah. I think I, I think I wrote, wrote it down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still don't know. It's I'm gonna put it in my I don't know category, yeah. which Burn After <laughs> Reading is also there. Okay, which yeah, also which she also stars in. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll just quickly say this. Uh, I've seen Fargo a whole bunch of times. I think I watched it when I was first a, a teenager because mm. I think it was one of those films that was touted as like one of that the movie indie, newbie. Yeah, or the movie for newbie. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I think Roger Ebert was a big supporter of this film. And when I first became interested in movies, Roger Ebert was sort of my guide into what to watch because he was the definitive film critic of the modern age. And he was a big fan of this. He was a big supporter of it. He put it in his great movies list. And uh, so, yeah, I watched it kind of early on and I've, and I've revisited it a few times since. And I think, yeah, it's just, it does, I think it lives up to the hype. I think it's in Cohen, in typical Cohen Brothers fashion, it's a wonderfully quirky, mean-spirited dark, funny, yet profoundly sad movie. I think only the Coen brothers could take what is 
on the surface, a relatively straightforward crime drama and imbue it with this sense of mystery. Mm. There is like a, there is a, there is a mystery hanging over this. Like what are the Coen brothers trying to say about human mm. nature here? What are they trying to say about right versus wrong? Mm. Is this, is this a, is this a story in which, is this take place in a world where everyone gets their just desserts or is this set in a world with chaos where people just suffer the consequences of other yeah. people's ineptitude and laziness and, and moral weakness and depravity. I think it's so it's, it's really interesting. It's, I think it's, it's, it's wonderfully acted. I think that's one of the things that stood out to me initially on this rewatch was just how well cast, not mm. just those major characters, but the supporting characters yes. across the board. Those people who show up for one or two or three lines. I think the music, I want to give a shout out to the music. At this Carter stage Burwell. As well. yeah. Carter Burwell, one of the best film composers out there. Mm. I found this out just, re just on this rewatch that the main theme to the movie, the one that you hear at the very beginning, is um, uh, based on a Norwegian folk song. And as you might know, uh, Minnesota, the people from Minnesota are mainly derived of people from Scandinavia. Like a lot of these characters have Norwegian or Swedish last names. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, oh, love this film, and I can't wait to get into the categories. Nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, for me, uh, yeah, I, 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 I put this as as an absolute classic in, in cinema. Uh, it was introduced by by my dad, who, who showed me this film, and I was completely enthralled by, I think, what first captured me was the performances. I was, um, I think that's what makes this film indelible, but also now as I'm watching it with more of a... Um, critical point of view um i think yeah i, I think it, it shows layers and complexities and you can re-watch this film and it will offer you something new each time it stays fresh um throughout and yeah i just love francis in this film she's such a beacon of hope and light yeah. um in a in a morally complex um yeah. film so best performance then yeah yeah best, yeah i mean that's uh, for sure for <laughs> me i'm gonna i mean we've guys with all three of these films uh, best performance is probably gonna go spoiler. down to france yeah spoiler <laughs> alert uh whoa, mcfly um so yeah i will go down with francis because i think for me best mm. performance she you know for, uh, i chose this movie for her um and i think in this rewatch and this is something i've been um kind of contemplating with uh, with my own acting work is is the gaze work is 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 the work um with the eyes and she gives so much when she does so little and when she doesn't speak and that's the beauty of acting of of, of screen acting is how what can you tell with your eyes and she's got the, first of all she's got these beautiful eyes um but second of all she can tell such such layered complexion and such nuance with with just a flicker of the eye, uh, 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 a gaze to the right or to the left, and you can just see a whole story there. So for me, she's got that. Um, for the reason why she's a master of her craft is because of her uh, of her gaze work, and obviously she completely embodies Marge, both physically, emotionally, intellectually, and you know we're, we're she's playing a chief of police who's pregnant. Um, and who's so endearing and charming, yet super professional and really good at her job. Um, and she, I think she crafts and imbues one of, uh, one of the Coen's most finest characters in, in, in their whole library of films. I think Marge stands out as, uh, you know, with, with um, Egon Chekhov, uh, sorry, not Egon. Anton Chigar. And Anton Chigar as one of the most um, prolific kind She's of... She's a great creation because yeah. she embodies that Minnesota nice. She's really yeah. polite. She seems at first kind of like potentially 
airheaded or dimwitted, but dim-witted. she's actually really smart she's and sharp. really calculating. Yeah. yeah, and she plays people. Like one of my favorite scenes, you know, bits <coughs> that she does in this movie, is when she's interviewing. Um, Jerry Lundegaard for the second time. Yeah. And she the way yeah. she kind of just steamrolls him by saying, like, I won't take more than a second carrying a load here. She takes a seat yeah. and she pins him down because she knows that he's hiding something. Yeah. But she never drops that veneer of, I'm just a cheerful old lady coming here to ask yeah. you a few simple yeah. questions. Yeah. Exactly. But she's she's weaponizing that. Oh yeah. That that yeah, yeah. she uses as a tool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just again props to to the detail of her work um, mm. and how much uh, how much ease and comfort she just um, carries Marge um, through through this film. Yeah. Um, she's endlessly watchable, and yeah, she she puts this character as as one of the finest characters in the cinematic field. So, yeah, Frances McDormand for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> big 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 whoop. Yeah, I mean. I'm just just for the sake of mixing it up, I'm gonna give a shout out to another actor. I do think this is Francis McDormand's film, but uh, I'm gonna throw it to Steve Buscemi for my mm. favorite performance. So look, I don't oh daddy, Steve, oh daddy, oh daddy. I, I don't think Steve Buscemi is stretching himself particularly here. This is a sort of a type of character we've seen him play in a bunch of different films. I mean, you've seen him do this in Reservoir Dogs. You've seen him do this in. I was thinking about it, it's kind of funny, but even in like Monsters Inc., yeah. he plays Randall. Yeah, yeah, he plays yeah. those kind of slimy, slippery, weasley characters so well. But I think he's never done it quite as well as here. I think he just he's just he's so slippery, but I just love the, his turn of phrase. I love his expressions. I love how like compared to the other his his partner in crime, the um I don't know how to pronounce his name, Storm- but the Stormare's character, yeah. yeah. He's 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 Weasley and despicable, but he's so much more humane than that character that you can relate to him, even though he's a complete loser and so pathetic throughout this film. Yeah. I think he's really funny. Like I was telling Raph earlier, that scene he has with the parking lot attendant just cracks me up every time. <laughs> like, so you think you're you're some kind of authority figure, huh? <laughs> and um, and just like the the way he like emphasizes certain lines, like. I'm not going to sit here and debate with you, Jerry. I'm not going to debate. I thought he's brilliant. Real fountain of conversation. absolutely. And so I'm going to give it to Steve Buscemi. Nice. Steve. Um, So I was going to go with his counterpart, yeah, um, Peter Stormares. Who's got like the weirdest uh, character. His character's name is the weirdest name. I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Geyer Grimsrud. He's he's clearly meant to be a Scandinavian. Well, he is Swedish. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, So I was going to go with him because I... I remember growing up, I loved Prison Break, and he was like one of the scariest dudes from yeah. Prison Break. Oh, he was the right. uh, mafia guy. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, Prison Break, OG TV yeah, show. Yeah, right OG there. TV show, yeah. <laughs> um, I really loved him in that. So, like, I, I was don't. like, oh my God, this dude is in this movie. Yeah, but, yeah. anyways, um, I actually changed my mind and went with um, John Carroll Lynch as Mr. Gunderson. Oh, Mr. wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, shout out. So, yeah, basically, out. All of my favorite things is going to be centered around one general thing. <laughs> so, yeah, the best performance, best scene, best uh, favorite uh, quote is all going to be around central figure of my guy, Norm. So <laughs> we're going to put it that. Yeah, I, Norm. I, Norm. Yeah. So I, I just really liked him. He was like such a it's it's nice to see 
uh, a lead that is a female in the police force who's pregnant, and the yeah. husband is just a caring dude. Yeah, yeah. He's and kind he of like a stay at home, stay at home. Like stay- he's like an artist. He's just yeah. like the, he, uh, he, gets, he gets, he gets, he gets he, the post, the postage stamp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. Don't really know if, if he's a professional painter, if he does that as a hobby. Yeah, but yeah. For the most part, he's just like. Making breakfast for his wife. He's bringing. Yeah, her lunch. when he, he's going. Fishing. Yeah, when she gets that call at like, like four a.m. Nice in the morning, and he's like, yeah. "I'll make you some eggs. It's, you it's gotta hard, have some food." It's hard to make that believable yeah, as like yeah. a background character. Sure. And I thought he was just really good. Yeah. And I also used to watch the Drew Carey show, and he was on. He it. was the he was the um uh the the well wasn't he like a trans character? In yeah. That show? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that show. It, it, yeah. 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 He also directed a brilliant film called Lucky, which if you're ever interested, Lucky. yeah, he. I feel uh, like I've seen that movie. Mm. With Harry, Harry, Harry Dean Stanton, his final, his final, oh. his his oh, yeah, not. his hurrah, his last oh. hurrah. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, great, great, great actor. character actor, John mm. Carroll Lynch. Very so. good character good actor. Good yeah, pick, great pick. And just a great, like, uh, you know, just a great ensemble of mm. actors. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, um, Ollie, the board. it's, it's again, I, I feel like that's a testament to the, I thought to the Jerry Cohen. was kind of shit. What? Wait, you thought William H. Macy? What? Shit. I thought the, I thought his character was pretty, like, I didn't. Because you didn't it. like him because you, you detested, uh, his characteristics like it's nothing to do with Will- William H. Macy well, I don't think the it just didn't seem believable oh. like I didn't think the character like it seemed <laughs> Ollie's what was like still resi- still echoing through these chambers like like <laughs> when he was lying to me it looked like bad acting oh. but it just, that's because he was meant to be terrible at it yeah 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 like, it, he was it so just, clearly the, the worst criminal or liar oh, I don't know. It just didn't like work for me. He's a failure of a human being. It did not work for he me at all. He's the most inept all. of them all. Yeah. Like, I think that's maybe one of the things about this movie that I did not like. I felt Jerry was like, oh, it just geez. didn't seem right. Oh, and geez. I did not like that performance oh, at all. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And that's probably what's He was, he was nominated bringing... for an Oscar for this role. Yeah. Really? This, this I was, thought it was... This was considered a, and as, a launching pad yeah. artist of his career. And as Ollie said, he he really struggled to, to get this role, right? Yeah, this was I, like... so I was, I was, I, apparently, the, the I don't know if this is apocryphal or not, but supposedly he um, he he read for this role, but he didn't get the part initially. But he begged the Coens, like he followed them around the country and had to beg them at several occasions, please let me read again for this part. I know I, I'm born to play this part. Mm. And they eventually conceded and gave it to him. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. So favorite scene. Should I go first? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay. So it. it involves, I guess it's like maybe a sequence of events, but uh, I guess it brings back to like perspective and like framing and stuff. So yes. it's like, you know, when they wake up, she gets the first call. Um like about the the murders the that crime. happens on the yeah. the highway, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he wake they wake up and he's like, "I'm gonna fix you some breakfast, some eggs, you know, some eggs, yeah, some eggs." And then they go down, and the fucking scene is just cut in half. Time, time to shove off. Love you, Margie. Love you, hon. Yeah. They're eating, and then she moves. He's still eating in light, you know, in the safety yeah, of his yeah. home. And then she has to go out through this dark door where it's like, so it's he's framed here yeah, on the yeah, left yeah. side. Then on the right side, there's her leaving, and there's, there's another frame which is in the window, yeah. and you can see her car in yeah. the background. And she goes out, and she comes back in, and holy shit, what a fucking scene. Beautiful. Fucking loved it. I thought it was just... So beautiful because it captured the essence of what the movie is and like how, um, I guess you were talking about it, Ali, about how they question morality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like you have the two, like just the good people in the movie. I Mm -hmm. think everyone else is kind of like a bit shady in some sort of way. 
like throughout the movie, like the dad of the wife. Uh, uh, I can't remember what her name was. The one that got abducted and then Jean. 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 Yeah. Jean. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the son's name. No, uh, Scotty. Scotty, yeah. right? Yeah. I, well, Scotty. anyways, that whole family—they were all kind of like shady with each other. But Jean, Jean um, wasn't. I don't think Jean did anything wrong. She seemed. Like, I don't know. Like, like a nice mum. Yeah. Good old, good old house mum. I guess. Yeah. yeah. They kind of made her Hitting. like a. Oh, like yeah. a little ditzy. I guess. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I guess that's the people of 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 Minnesota, like especially the people the of that town. Stereotype, I yeah, guess. The stereotype, maybe right. really nice and maybe a little naive. Yeah. Like she watches the the burglars. She watches mm. Steve Buscemi like at the window trying to figure out who's in the house, <laughs> and she just stares at him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So so yeah, that that scene nice. I think it just captures. Like how beautiful the cinematography was. Like wow. Well, that's like what you get when you light, get the cold. Roger Deakins. Yeah, yeah. Shooting your okay. um, a master. Shout out, shout out, Mr. Deakins. Oh, he's good <laughs> and great podcast as well. Very good yeah, podcast. Good. Yeah, he, he has Team a Deacons. podcast. Yeah, the cool. D- yeah, the the, 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 the D- Team, D- Team Deakins files or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to check that. We're out. not plugging it very well, but I think it's Team Deakins. Um, but yeah, he's got a great podcast Sick. with him and his son uh, and no, his wife. Oh yeah, his wife. Yeah, yeah, sorry, his wife. So who's next? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I am going to give it... I mean, there are so many good scenes Ugh, in this film, but too many. I'm going to have to give it to probably the quote-unquote action scene of the film, the shootout slash car chase on oh, that yeah. highway just mm. outside of Brainerd mm. where they kill the cop and then, um, oh gosh, the Peter Stormare character yeah. has to chase down the, uh, the, the, the civilians that drive by and see what's happened. I just think it's it's so well filmed. I mean, talk about Roger Deakins. The framing is incredible. Just the imagery of those headlights going down that cold, snowy, barren road in the middle of the night where there's nothing around. And you can only see about, I don't know, 10 feet ahead of you. I just think it's it's so tense, um, so well done. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Um, so I, I, I was at the edge of my seat when we were watching that scene. And a great spotlight on uh, Peter Stormare in that scene when he's sort of chasing them down and you see the focus in his eyes and up until that point he seemed like quite a taciturn lazy sort of figure but he just like flicks his cigarette out of the window and just has that focus and you know he is he, he he's ready business. to kill he's about yeah. to get stuff done no i feel like what. him and the javier bardem character from very similar yeah, yeah. right yes very there's similar, similar like, characters cousins or something yeah from the same yeah, cloth. Cut yeah. From the same cloth yeah absolutely Oh yeah, brilliant scene. All shot at night as well, like in the pitch darkness of this cold, cold Minnesota town. You know, between the between the town and yeah. what was it was a town called like Brain, Brainerd. Brainerd, 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 yeah. Brainerd. Oh, up in Brainerd. Um, so yeah, no brilliant scene, and Roger Deakins is really, um, yeah, really kind of um, makes makes this movie just drop dead gorgeous. Um, and I think uh, one of my scenes that I've picked is uh, the following day. Uh, I was between two scenes and I want to give a shout out to the scene that, um, that I didn't eventually pick, but the Radisson with Mike, um, oh, I thought that, that, w- that was my runner up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought, um, and I'll give a shout out to, to him who I don't have a memory. Steve Park. There it is. Uh, Steve Park. Thank you, Ollie. Um, yeah. Cause I thought that was, and I'm not, um, the biggest fan. This might be a little like weird, but I'm not the biggest fan of, of the, um, 
I don't even know what you you call it, but the switch of back and forth. Oh, um, it's called like a traditional two shot. Yeah, a traditional over the t- shoulder. Yeah, I, I I I don't know. I'm not. I'm never a big fan of those because it just I just don't like the the amount of cuttings that when that happens, um, it robs away from like a lot of the acting. But I thought that was brilliantly edited, and just the performances between Francis and Steve are just it, it's just incredible. It makes me so uncomfortable, yet it's hilarious. Um, it's that fine line that the Coens do so right with their writing between dark comedy or 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 um human depravity or or just yeah it's just brilliant um but i think i'll go with um the first time we are introduced to francis mcnorman as the chief is when she arrives at the crime scene and it's just you know this uh beautiful white scenery um and it's the first time you're getting introduced to 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 the layers of her character but also the mundane Dan Danity and the, the 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 kind of like, um, almost the the straightforward like job that they have to do and and how they're unfazed by like most of these killings or 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 how um it's just a job to them right and and there's just like a a nuance to 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 both their performances but with with Frances there's moments you know where she's got her morning sickness and she says oh i think i'm going to barf uh no it's it's passing and there's just like there's the that that interchange and that relationship with the fact that they're doing this professional job of 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 solving this crime and i'll tell you what from his footprint he looks like a big fella See something down there, Chief? No, I just think I'm gonna barf. Jeez. I don't know. There's like a a banality to it, um, an ordinariness to it, um, where it's a violence of the violence that 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 happened the night before. Yet the way they're treating it is just like, oh, it's just another day in the office, eh? Oh wow, looks like uh, that was self defense right there. Uh, it's just I don't know. It for me, it makes me. It makes me laugh, um, but also it's just beautifully composed scene. Um, yeah, nice. beautifully shot and beautifully acted and beautifully written. Well, it's, before we get to the next question, yes. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, no. Do you okay. want to go to the bathroom? No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say a uh, little fun fact. Hey, we haven't had go. one in a while. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if anybody watches Rick and Morty. Yes, Rick but, and Schmortz. Um, a lot of them, you know how like they say OGs and yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. In, the, in Rick and Morty. Oh, it's, geez. it's influenced by this movie. Oh. And Jerry, Rick's uh, Morty's dad, yeah. is also like unofficially influenced by Jerry in this oh, movie. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense. That makes yeah, a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Kind of that weak-willed, um, kind of, inept yeah, human. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Simp or whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, a new yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's a brilliant. for y'all. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, oh, no oh, Rick. I know, I know that, um, like, the initial short that they made for Rick and Morty was based on um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah, right on. Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah, I mean Rick and Morty has yeah huge. Well, because I think it's what Dan Harmon. He's like a huge film nerd. Because even yeah. in Community, yeah. uh, Abed or Abed, well his name is Abed, and yeah. um, they made cinephile. him like a, yeah. like a cinephile. And yeah. they have a lot of um, episodes of Community where they reference different like, films, like Goodfellas yeah, or yeah. Um, Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. And Fargo, definitely Fargo. Yes, Fargo's been referenced multiple mm-hmm. times across many movies and TV shows. It's a very yeah. highly influential mm-hmm. film. So, um, yeah, favorite line, guys. What do we got? What do we got? Should I go with my central uh, central figure? Go on, you know? go on. It's the I'm gonna fix you some eggs. I fucked it up uh, earlier, but yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna fix you some. Let me fix you. Let me. And he like let me says it like eggs. four or five times. 
And I don't know if you've ever like woken up next to your significant other yeah. and they have to go somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. you don't. And you're like, I I can just go back to sleep. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. But then you can be like, no, no, let me let me let me make you some breakfast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like You it's gotta like, you gotta eat some food. Man, Norm Marge. Norm is such a cool dude. Yeah, he's yeah. MVP. I hang out MVP. With Norm. Yeah. He reminds me of uh, Doesn't seem like the m- Would you buy one of his paintings though, of the mallards? <laughs> you know not what? Your style, not your style. You know what? <laughs> For him, it, I would. <laughs> if I ever have like, uh, like if I ever own a house that's Shooting on a cabin. pond, yeah, yeah, and I have a cabin or like a shack, yeah, or a shed, <laughs> yeah. I'd, doesn't I'd seem like the deepest there. conversationalist though. But like, no. I'm sure he'd be great to go fishing with. You know, you know, he's so got like, that calm presence. In my mind, I was like, he anything. would <laughs> hang out. He would hang out with uh, what's his name from I Love You Man, um, Jason. No. Se- what? Yeah, no, Jason. The, Siegel. Um, Oh right, yeah, yeah. I thought you that meant character, the, the John Favreau character. Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out! <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, oh. All right, Ollie. Fuck this place. Yeah. What's your favorite line, Ollie? Um. Okay. So, it was it was really hard for me. I had to sort of go through reams of quotes because I think the dialogue is so well written, but mm. it's based on the back and forth between characters as opposed to individual lines. But I picked um, a line from Marge and I guess that was your accomplice in the wood chipper. Hey. Which is like, just yeah. if you think about that line on its own, it's so brilliant. Like it's so accomplice. bonkers. Like yeah, in the, the way she's speaking so, you know, so mundanely about the fact that she just witnessed a guy putting someone's body into a fucking wood chipper. Um, oh, and then also Goal Bears. I just love that. Um, that sex Bears. Work, that sex work. Those yeah. two sex workers they interviewed at the uh, bar. <laughs> they were so funny. Goal Bears. Goal Bears. So you're like, yeah, I went to college. Goal Bears. <laughs> uh, I mean, have you guys seen that Instagram thing where they have like a bunch of girls from American universities and they're like, blah, 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 blah. go Texas. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, go, go the lions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> go with the Seahawks. Uh, I'll share it. I'll share it on the movie newbie. Boom. Instagram. Yeah. Stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll try and do that. <laughs> uh, well, my, my, one of my favorite lines. Um, so I've got two and I think the first one is every no. time. <laughs> no, he's laid denied. down the law. Denied. Oh, but this okay, one is okay, like okay, this okay. one is we've this Cha-ching! one this yeah. one we're using every we've used like a, a huge amount of time in this episode alone. It's just every time they say oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. geez, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just every time they say that, I'm like oh man, oh yeah, yeah. you betcha. That's my trigger word for for any Minnesota. If I want to put the Minnesota accent, I just say oh yeah, and oh, okay, yeah. I can oh, kind of pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, oh, but I would say. Um, is is these two brilliant scenes, one with the sex worker and then the other one, it's just such a random scene, random slice uh in this movie where one of the one of the police officers um just goes up to interview um <coughs> a resident uh of the town and he, you know, he's he's asking uh, what was the description of this fella and he's like, "Oh, you know, he's just funny looking." Oh yeah, funny looking how. Yeah, you know, in a general sort of way, you know. <laughs> and we get the same responses from the sex worker when Frances McDormand is, how's she looking? Oh, you know, funny looking. Oh, kind of funny looking. Yeah, kind of funny looking. Oh, yeah, how? It's like, oh, you and know. Yeah, the guy kind of looked like the Marlboro man. Yeah. Or maybe that was because he smoked a lot of Marlboros. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a subconscious <laughs> thing. Yeah, subconscious things. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay, um, the one where they're like, he's funny looking. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that's also a good line. Yeah, that's what I. Was, <laughs> did you just say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, someone. I was, someone said, was sorry. I was like, I was, I was, I was looking at my notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I missed yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's okay. We'll Fuck. edit it in post. Um, no, leave it. <laughs> anyways, I'm bitter now. So we've got, yeah, we've got our lines, um, and now for the mystery question. Wait, no, no, no. What about no. the armchair? Armchair. Oh, dude, I yeah. totally forgot. God, see, it's so new. It's so mm. new. Yeah, we're, um, we're learning. We're learning. Uh, so the armchair. Yeah. Mode. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as like not really like something negative, yeah. but I'm just gonna use it as like a what if. Mm. I want to see what if this wasn't a Coen Brothers and it was mm. Wes Anderson because I love that scene so much. <laughs> so I love that scene so much and how the framing is so cool. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I love just like how Wes Anderson just like frames shit. Yeah. And course. I think it would be really cool to see that. Yeah, also, very he, symmetrical um, he often casts uh, Francis McDormand. He does. In his films. He does. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of his films. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's yeah, a reoccurring one. I like that what if. That's a, that's a good yeah. spin on this question. Yeah, because yeah, I, I had a hard time coming up with an yeah. answer for this because I'd say it's pretty difficult to say because I think in terms of execution, it's pretty close to flawless. <laughs> you may not love this film, but I think it's a yeah. pretty... pretty um, it's it's like an absolute realization of what the Coen Brothers' vision was. So I don't know if there's much you can change about it because then it would make it something that it's yeah. not. But that so like like for example, I was wondering if maybe we could have had a couple of scenes that provided more insight into sort of I guess the moral complexities or the psychology of like William H Macy's character or Frances McDormand's character. Like how was she affected by what she experienced throughout this story? Yeah. But I actually think if you did, it would kind of take away It'd part be of the else. mystery of this yeah. film. Like I like how they don't explain <clears throat> what, what it was that got William H Macy's character into that financial trouble. I like that they don't really explain if Marge is kind of the hero or not. Because again, you can, as an audience member, you can put that, uh, yourself you can kind of imagine that yourself you can you I, and can i think the coen brothers are they're just interested in the quirks that make in the mystery human, not, the, yeah, not yeah. the reasons why yeah yeah exactly anyway um so i guess that's not that's a non-answer but yeah no yeah they don't they don't they don't answer the large questions they just kind of leave it there and, and, yeah. and let you figure it out um i don't really have an answer either because I, I do think it's a pretty perfect film but if i was to give one i'd say um I'd say, you know, uh, putting Francis McDormand um, right at the beginning of this film. I, I just, sometimes I'm like, oh, I have to wait 25 well, minutes I, before I, I, I see I think, her. Like, not, I think not seeing her makes her even better. Yeah, well, I, that's I the I thing. Like I know. I just want to see her it's more. It's kind of like um, like Janet Lee in Psycho. Yeah. You know, she's, yeah. Like, she's the star of, of the film, yet she dies in 20 minutes, and then another protagonist is introduced. It's true. Like, uh, Naring and I were watching this film last night, and she'd never seen it before. And she was really excited because she loves Frances McDormand. And then she was like, when is Frances McDormand coming? Is <laughs> this supposed to be her movie? Because there's like 25 minutes without, yeah. without yeah. seeing her. Yeah. I don't know. So I would, I, would just, I would just like her more. Just because I want to see more of her. Yeah. But again, I, I, I think that would also take away from, from a lot of the movie and all of the plot points that bring Frances to that specific point like this was a very calculated uh move uh for the cohen's to not do that to refrain from doing that and to kind of give you a uh, a detailed backdrop before that actual crime scene comes in um just in uh, yeah it emphasizes the story even more brilliant storytellers brilliant performances especially from francis for me um and i'm glad you guys enjoyed it but now for the mystery question y'all what is 
your favorite U.S. accent? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, uh, I, the only reason w- the, the reason why I say that because you know we've been introduced to a lot of Cohen films recently but also like this one gives you a beautiful Minnesota very uh, uh, what I love with ah. the Coens is ah. uh, yeah yeah wow <laughs> you know <laughs> or <laughs> what's going on are you having a stroke just the <laughs> Wait, what's happening? I don't know. The vowels, you know. Oh, so the like, vowels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. Ah, ah, oh, oh, ah. <laughs> that just gave me flashbacks to the scene where Steve Buscemi's character is having sex with that, oh, with that escort. Yes. All right. Yeah. But um, yeah, because oh, because we're introduced to such a quirky, specific U.S. accent, I wanted to know what are your kind of favorite. Or what is your favorite U.S. Yeah, accent that you like oh, to okay. listen to? I don't know if it's my favorite, but one that I was introduced to recently that is so bizarre, and I don't think I'll be able to do it justice here, but it's, it's the, um, I think it's called like the the Philadelphia, no, the Pittsburgh. Have, did any of you see Mayor of Easttown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, oh, that's so specific. You know, they, yeah. they have, I think it's like Pennsylvania or something. Yeah. Well, like yeah. Pennsylvania like Dutch. No, it's not Pennsylvania Dutch, although that's another, its own thing, I think. Mm. Yeah. But it's like a, a part of either Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania mm. where Pittsburgh. people s- sound t- talk. <laughs> Sorry, like, I'm just doing the Fred Arvison thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a um, stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, you know, they, they talk, they kind of like go, oh, like this. Yeah, yeah. But not, almost like in a valley way. <laughs> it's not like not. a surfer. I know. And then they say water instead yeah. of. Yeah. Or like yeah. Bo- yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore, like Baltimore yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah, yeah, like Pittsburgh. It's or, really yeah, specific, it, or, yeah. which is what's fascinating about all these states is like their accents, yeah. right? Yeah. What's that? What's that thing for the the pronunciations where you can like read? It's like they have the A E and the International oh, Phonetic like, Alphabet. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. the IPA, um, International Phonetic yeah. Alphabet. Uh, the U.S. would just be like, oh, it's oh yeah, and I've yeah. studied and I've studied the IPA and I've I've won I went through accents and it's yeah it's it's a whole doozy. Yeah, so you'd say that crazy. one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's tough. It is tough. It's tough. I would say the weird ass like Cuban slash American Miami accent. That oh, kind of. The... It's kind of new. I think. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's like scar. This kind of Scarface. No, no, no. Yeah. He he's definitely Cuban, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he definitely. No, is, no. Yeah. But like, well, if you've ever met, Chino, like, uh, I mean, the character, right? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Tony. I met someone from Miami. And they're like white, yeah. you know, like Caucasian. Like they're not l- mm. Latinx yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever in yeah. any shape or form. But they thought like this, yeah. you know. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on here? And yeah. it's like this weird like fusion of accents that is like, yeah. it's it's insane. That or like the Puerto Rican accent in, in New, New York, York. yeah. yeah um, wow. Or like Dominican, like yeah. like I like the more ethnic sure, sure, accents sure, from sure, the U.S. Sure, they're just sure. like so. I don't know the fusion of these these accents. Yeah, yeah. I, I never really thought of like. What I think my I think a lot of a lot of these a lot of these accents are fusions, right? So yeah. even the Minnesota one is probably a, a combination of 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 the Scandinavian. The it's Scandinavian, Norwegian, Swedish. Um, Can yeah. I change my answer? Sorry. Go on. Sorry, I I, I just have to say, get out. I, I can't believe I didn't think of this first. 
but it's got to be Boston, right? Well, that's a good, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. Come but, on. I mean, we've been doing the Boston departed. accents since yeah, we were 15. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you a co-op? Are you a co-op? Are you a co-op? Are you a co-op? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, what, you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's like the New England. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Go yeah. Sox. Go Sox. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. For wicked smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think ugh, there's just so many. There's such a plethora of accents in, in the States. Um Obviously, one of my favorites is is kind of the the Queens or yeah. the you know the Brooklyn's or, or you know the Long Queens. the Long Islands you know the Long Islands. Someone who talks like that. Like um, from the Sopranos. Anyone like from the Sopranos? Yeah. Um, or uh, the set. Gabagool. Or or <laughs> Gabagool. Gabagool. <laughs> Gabagool. This uh, reminds me of the Office where they're like, uh, "Can I have the Gabagool, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Or or and and I love um I love period dramas um from from the South. Uh so any any like uh Tennessee Williams, Southern Bale kinda you know, that kind of accent where you know they Louisiana the Louisiana accent can you know they, they bring southern it there. Southern draw. Yeah, the Southern draw, Southern Bale, you know, she she there's such a rhythm and melody to it that it's uh, it's just so it sounds so sweet. Yeah. I think if anybody wants to hear like the plethora of American accents, you guys have to watch this segment of Fred Armisen's special. Oh yeah. Um yeah, where yeah. he just like I think he's done it. And like he's done that sh- uh, bit mm. and multiple things where he goes through all the accents of the U.S. and I think Canada and mm. a few of the Latin American countries. Yeah, he's Central an American, expert, com- yeah, an expert at it. Holy yeah. fucking shit! Like yeah. it's so it's it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's just fun. <laughs> um, that, that right yeah. there is just fun. That yeah. was a fun episode. That was a fun. That episode. was a real fun. It episode. was fun. Ratings are fun. Oh, ratings. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll go first. You know, uh, right. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'll try to do my best. Uh, right, Min- okay, Minnesota, okay. Minnesota accent. <laughs> I am go. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to give this film about a a, a ten out of ten uh, mallards. Ten ten oh, mallards nice. out of ten. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give switch this to south there. Nine out of ten. Ten Sierras. Ten Sierras. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Tan Sierra. Uh, so you guys both gave it a ton. No, I gave no, it a nine. Nine. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to give it a seven point five. Nice. Nice. Out of uh, generous, ten. Generous of you. Eggs. <laughs> eggs. I'll fix some yeah, eggs. Yeah. Fix you some yeah. eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh yeah. No, actually, no eight. Eight. Oh uh, eight. Look at you. Go. Oh yeah. That's yeah, very. Pressure works. Yeah. 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 Eight, it's eight, generous. Eight. It's no, seven point five was was yeah. No, that was too little. Yeah. Because so, I'm just thinking, Jerry. Jerry couldn't have made me not like this yeah. movie that much. Yeah. yeah. And you're Jerry. an accomplice of both yeah. of us. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, on that note. Yeah. Um, don't forget, December third, temps rising. Uh, we've got this little thing happening, so don't forget about that. Uh, we're gonna be. Um, Fuck, sorry, you just coughed. Uh, so yeah, just before we uh, finish up, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about Temps Rising. Um, it's happening December third at the Mascara Bar in Stoke Newington. This time we're going to be doing a little bit of comedy, a little bit of music. You know how it is. This is what we do, and it's going to be in support of Cancer UK, Cancer, Cancer Research, Research UK. Cancer Research UK. So all the proceedings will go, all the proceed, like all yeah, the profits all the and profits. shit. Yeah, we'll be going to Cancer Research UK, and yeah. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, give us some five star ratings. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your siblings, tell your uh, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, yeah, tell your neighbor only. from Brannard. yeah, <laughs> tell your chiropractor, tell, you know? yeah, tell your chiropractor, chiropractor. Um, tell your tell your car dealership guy, yeah, tell your Uber driver, 
They probably won't care. Can but we, anyways. Can, <laughs> oh, wait. So should we give a shout out? Just a reminder. We will be doing Almost Famous next week. Oh, yeah. Join so yeah, yeah. us for Almost Famous next week. Yeah. yeah. Almost Famous. One of my favorite movies. I know that for sure. There Can't we wait go. to watch it. Kevin Crow, baby. And yeah. Ciao, ciao for now, my lovely people. Bye-bye. Love, laugh. Love, laugh. What time was that in the end?